Mike Staley Podcast. Episode 1219. 1219. Hello, it's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley Mont. Today, it's Valentino, Madden Rutabaga, Bison Bentley. We get to the interesting news segment called uh, F- Wow Shuts Wow. And Mike's Daily Podcast. There's a lots of uh, wow going on in the world today. I had a wonderful weekend. Mike's daily podcast because i went to this wonderful place called half moon bay even though it gets darker sooner and we had to get there and hurry up and uh, oh the things that were there to see there was the darkness because it gets dark so soon and we get all the way to the beach and it's dark oh well mike's daily podcast i love the time change but also i love a Mike's newscaster daily named geisha podcast geisha mccallion yeah i think that's her name she's on the local fox news affiliate which for some reason our tv is stuck on fox channels it's very upsetting and she's lovely i i, I guess i'm adjusting to the time change Although, then, last night, we have this huge moon, a super moon, which is the size of a sun. I'm just going to cut off every what? It's the size of a sun last night, the moon was so big. I had a discussion with Kathy, who does the segment called Kathy's Corner. Kathy's Corner. Da-da-da-da-da-da, Kathy's Corner. Da-da-da-da-da, Kathy's Corner. And she's very upset, very upset about this Trump win. And she said, look, I have gay friends. I have an attic. I've cleaned everything out of my attic so that they can stay up there and hide from this new crazy, misogynistic, homophobic administration. And then, and you know what? Last week, a couple of podcasts, I was trying to be, you know, give the benefit of the doubt to Trump. But then his followers really ticked me off. Really upset me. One of them is a guy on one of the radio stations I work for. Oh, look, he just walked in. On one of the radio stations I work for. And this guy, he pays to be on the air. So already you know his credibility is shot. Because he's being paid to tell you things. uh, Or he's he's paying to say what he wants to say. It's not like we're paying him because we want to know what he wa- what he wants to say. No, this guy, he said he went on this uber whiny white man. And of course, we did the whiny white man wine list on Friday. He went on and on about how this election was a mandate against po- political correctness. Because, oh my gosh, he gets chastised for saying things that, oh my gosh, things that he says that offend people. And wah, 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 I can't say things I used to be able to say back in the 70s when I was drinking my scotch and smoking my cigar and letting my sideburns grow out and wearing my polyester. The calls just walked in. And, and he went on this rant and I got quite upset listening to it, even though I was at work. But I was just, oh, I, luckily, I, he's not 
in the actual place where I work, he's coming in from another spot. So if I actually saw him, I'd be like, yo, dude, there's a reason why we are a little more empathetic. Ah! Empathy. No, this election was not a mandate against empathy or sensitivity. Yes, being sensitive. Oh, that's not a man thing. You can't be sensitive, blah, blah, blah. I have two words for you. No, three. Wait, five? Let me, let me, I'm counting it in my head how many words it is. Uh, I can't count. So, the world is a much smaller place, are the words I wanted to say. It's a tiny world, very small world now. It's a small world after all. And that means you have to have sensitivity to what you say. And if you find that you can't find other words to say what you, what you, because you, oh, I can't say that's censorship. I have to find, no, it's not censorship. It's, you've got to be a little smarter. You've got to find, you got to get a damn dictionary and a rojets, the sarsis, saris, this is our. And you've got to find the word, a different word, for one that you may have used that might offend someone. And you've got to be a little bit smart. That's what this world is asking you to do, is be smarter and be sensitive. Be empathetic. Empathetic. Empathy is where you feel, you just show a little bit more consideration for your fellow person, human being. But this guy is like, nah, PC language, blah, blah, blah. And then he went into this, you know, he, he was trying to do his own character voices, which I've been known to do once or twice. I haven't done any on this show yet because I'm on a rant. I'm on a roll rant, a roll ant. And, and he did some like, uh, like a whiny voice to, you know, try to be, uh, convey a sensitive person. And it was just, it was hideous, hideous beyond belief. I'm thinking about calling into a show. And maybe that is the sign of a good talk show host where it makes you actually laugh. And here's today's podcast picture. Call in. But the fact of the matter is, the podcast picture today, if I may just stop for a moment and say, there's a wonderful museum. Oh, so what I told Kathy, by the way, about the Bay Area, we were both happy that we live in the Bay Area because, um, you know, you, 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 let's say, for example, you hate Trump and everything he stands for merely by living in the Bay Area, you are giving him the middle finger. You are giving a middle finger to all those homophobes out there and to all the people that are misogynistic because you live in the Bay Area and we are progressive thinking here. Bottom line. And the money that you spend here in the Bay Area helps to keep that machine going. And then there's other little organizations and groups and communities you can be a part of to also help forward this movement that will someday knock down the Donald Trump and the Donald Trump supporters, the President Carrot supporters. Believe me, this was a win. But it is a short win because there's this little thing called millennials that will soon replace us all. We will all be gone and there'll be the millennials left. And the millennials 
study after study after study, not polls, but studies have shown that they do not agree with the Donald Trumps and the hardcore whiny white man Republican right. They do not. So that will, this is a short, you know what? You should enjoy this victory just for the mere uh, quaintness of it because this is not gonna happen again. It happened a couple of times under Obama and that's to be expected when you've got a Democrat president and people are railing against it in their own way because they feel that they've got a, the Tea Party will be gone. It will be replaced by what you see out in those streets where the, the, the people are protesting. That's the Democrat version of the Tea Party, and that's going to grow. And all we need to do is focus the non-violent, non-destructive wing of that towards votes in 2018 and 2020. And that's all. And, and, and Trump better check himself before he wrecks himself. If he, you know, there's the tale of two Trumps these days. He says, he, he tweeted the night of the, the first night of the protesters saying something like, oh, these are professional protesters that are coming in and causing this. And, and this is all, you know, ridiculous. And what a bunch of idiots. Then the next day he tweeted, oh, I, I, good job to those protesters because they're passionate about what they believe in. The two Trumps. Which one will be the one that governs us for the next four years? It's going to be a combination of the two. And he was on 60 Minutes last night and doubled down on the whole wall thing. But then he said something about a fence instead of a wall. And Paul Ryan said, oh, there will not be deportation forces that will go in and pull people out of their homes. So, in summation, a couple characters walked in and I didn't even acknowledge them. I said that I I was going to have on the show today various people. Oh yeah, hello, Madam Rita Vega. Hello, Michael Matthew. I was just letting you finish your rant. Ooh. It was a rant roll. Yes, Michael Matthew. Better than a. Exactly. Rick Astley roll. Yeah, the Rick Astley. Never gonna give you up. Yeah, and Valentino and Bison Bentley are here. Yeah, Mike, you know what? This is a victory because we believe in Trump and Chris Christie Day. Yeah, Chris Christie. Do you know that? Oh, Chris Christie's out. He's not. He's no longer part of the transition team. He had too much baggage with the whole Bridgegate thing. What? Oh, no. I am so sad, Day. Yeah, we're sad. Do you know that? You guys followed the script that I wrote out earlier perfectly. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, don't mention it. Do you know that? Well, guys, the new first lady was also on that 60 Minutes interview last night. And she, she sometimes when, when you were watching that, did you notice she was trying to do like the same face that Trump does? Kind of with the pouty lower lip. Me. Me, red Trump. One quick question. Why do we keep, when we're watching TV shows on Netflix, why do they make TV shows on Netflix Exactly like TV shows that are on TV. You're, you're a show on Netflix. You should follow the whatever rules you want to follow. You shouldn't like be shaped like a TV show. I don't understand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the... T- 
TV shows have got to fit in between commercials and they got to fit a certain time limit so they can shove as many commercials on TV as possible. But Netflix doesn't have commercials. So why is it, it it follows all the TV conventions? I feel that Netflix should start its own thing if they're truly trying to originate. But some people, the average person will watch something like 500 hours of Netflix in a year. Was a recent study. Did I get that number right? I don't know. Who cares? So go check out the wonderful museum in San Francisco, uh, the California Academy of Sciences. There are ways to get in there for free. One of them is sneaking in through a back door somewhere, or breaking a window and climbing in. Don't do that. But there are free. To, they have free nights and free days, and um, there are various places like through your library. Library has this Discover and Go website. And they have free days through that. Also, SF Fun Cheap and other freebie websites talk about when they do free nights. So check that out. And check out the website, mikesdailypodcast.com, for all the past podcast pictures. You can also help out through the Amazon link. Click on that and buy whatever it is you're going to buy. And that helps us out. There's also a link to um, the... Yeah, all those other things. Check it out, mikesdailypodcast.com. Now the segment, Wow Shits Wow. In honor of my mom, who is a Trump supporter, and she apparently is happy of the results, obviously. But here's an interesting thing. Oh, yeah, she, when I tell her something interesting, she goes, Wow Shits Wow. Okay, let's do the segment. Wow Shits Wow. Hey, kids. It's me. Don't read me the clown. President-elect Donald Trump. Was on the 60 Minutes. Everybody's talking about it today. His hardline immigration stance was a central part of his campaign message in 2016, and he said in an interview last night that he plans to immediately deport approximately two to three million undocumented immigrants. Quote, what we are going to do is get the people that are criminal and have criminal records, gang members, drug dealers, where a lot of these people probably... 2 million, it could be even 3 million, we are getting them out of our country and we are going to incarcerate. But we're getting them out of our country, they're here illegally. Okay, well he can't do any of that now. He can do that in a couple of months, but not now. He continued by saying that after the border is secure, immigration officials, oh, and then will he even be able to do that? It'll be interesting to see. Immigration officials will begin to make a determination about the remaining undocumented immigrants in the U.S. After the border is secure, he said, and after everything gets normalized, we're going to make a determination on the people that they're talking about who are terrific people. They're terrific people, but we are going to make a determination at that. But before we make that determination, it's very important we are going to secure our border. Okay. Asked whether he really pl- See the two Trumps He's like We're gonna throw them all out But they're nice people Asked whether he really plans To build a wall Along the US-Mexico border A proposal that served As a centerpiece For his campaign message He replied yes Since his election uh, The election on Tuesday night The realities of actually Building that wall Have begun to set in To the American government And they've publicly reminded him That Mexico will not Pay for the wall and asked about the wall. Trump's transition co-chair Newt Gingrich said that the wall was a quote great campaign device. Trump also said that the border wall, which was one of the centerpieces of his campaign platform, could be part wall and some fencing, in accordance with what congressional Republicans have proposed. For certain areas, I would 
But certain areas, a wall's more appropriate. I'm very good at this. It's called construction, he said. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Oh, the millennial wall's a coming, Trump. It's coming around the bend. They didn't vote this election because the candidate was just too iffy for him, and we didn't give him Bernie. They wanted Bernie, and we didn't give it to him, and we paid the price. Next time around, it won't be that way. It will not. Because uh, I, I, I have to say this about the millennials. This has been the year of the millennials. I don't know if you noticed this or not. But that Nintendo thing that came out, that sold out in like seconds, that it was a, a revamp of the old Nintendo game that kids had that are now millennials. And everybody, all the millennials want to get their hands on that. And Pokemon Go, need I say more, one of the biggest crazes of, of all time happened this past summer because of millennials so you if you under you underestimate them at your own peril trump supporters oh and there was some guy on a conservative talk show that that i heard that said that uh, uh they are going to that uh, that they oh he's claimed oh republicans helped obama he actually claimed that any Republican that says that he helped Obama in his presidency is a liar. It was all, all obstructionist all the way. And you know what? If Democrats are obstructionist against Trump, they better not pull the, oh, the unpatriotic card. Because Republicans, if that's the fact, then Republicans were unpatriotic for the past eight years. I am now dropping the mic. Oh, Dave Chappelle on SNL. I have not watched it yet, but that's something I got to watch. And that's phenomenal. That Kate McKinnon doing Alleluia in tribute to the late, great Leonard Cohen dressed as Hillary Clinton. Brilliant. SNL has had an amazing season this year. Totally uh, trying to make up for the last season where they had Trump on as a guest. One of the that was the last season. But this season's apparently much better. I gotta watch that. I'm gonna watch it now. 500 hours of Netflix viewing. I have to get caught up on all that. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com See you tomorrow. Bye!